You're listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast, your new home for inspiration, family, sports conversations, and a lot of other stuff. We're your all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life and your weekly mirror check before you go change the world, baby. Enjoy the show. Welcome back to the all-purpose pod for an all-purpose life, wherever you are today and however you are listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. We thank you again for making us a small part of your morning, your day, and your week with your weekly mirror check before you go change the world. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and the Twitter. Download and subscribe to our show wherever, I say wherever you enjoy your podcast. Thank you again for liking, sharing, and subscribing. Go Change the world. Thank you again for coming back to They Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. We love and appreciate your support on all of our social media platforms and, of course, personally as well. Now, we had a, uh, an episode where we were talking about foundation and we're going to kind of continue in that realm. I believe that it is, pardon the pun, a foundational principle that we need to have locked in attributed to memory and making it a daily part of our process because at the end of the day, if we don't have that, it's really hard to build. As a matter of fact, it's impossible to build anything good on top of that when we don't have a foundation for who we are as people and what we're trying to accomplish. If there's no goals and purpose and vision, we can build all day, but it won't stand, right? This is the topic that has been important it's been a big deal for me for well over 25 years, and that's that's saying something. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, I, I really believe in this. And if I was trying to build a, a successful business, which I am, it has to start with this. If I had hoped to develop a healthy and fruitful marriage, it starts with that as well. I mean, who doesn't want to have strong, enduring relationships and, and, and great friendships cultivated? No matter if uh, geography changes or not, who, who, who would want to have that? You got to prioritize this first. Actually, it's the primary concern for every apostle and prophet you ever heard of or read of in scripture. And that's the foundation. It's discussed over and over again because it's that important. I mean, if you work in construction, you get that. You understand the concept of why this is important. Here's a question for you guys while we're going to the episode what you guys be thinking about this as we move to the uh, show today? Are you courageous enough? Are you courageous enough to bury down to the core of why you do what you do currently for as long as you've done it? Are you willing to go deep? Do you have enough courage to, to go deep into the core of why you do what you do and why you've done it for so long? See, some folks might have some great answers to that. Say, oh, absolutely. I know I'm doing the will of God. I know I'm in the right place. But everybody, they're honest, can't say that. 
Do you have enough courage to dig down deep to the core of why you started doing what you were doing and then reconcile yourself with the fact that you built something on top of perhaps something that wasn't good, that wasn't strong, that wasn't vital? Some may dig so deep and find a word from somebody they trust. Some may dig deep and find a fire lit because somebody said to them, you'll never do blank. So they set out on a course to prove them wrong. Some might dig deep and find a safer avenue on a path to doing the right thing. On these things, we build houses. On these things, we build legacies. What do you do when the building is too tall and too wide and has too many stories, but it wasn't built the way the blueprints prescribed? What do you do then? As it's been built so high and so wide and everybody knows it now, now it's a known commodity now, but it wasn't built right and you know it. What do you do then? Do you recall the Surfside condominium collapse in Miami area about two years ago, 2021, I think? 98 lives lost, multiple injuries. Why? Why did this happen? Because of faulty and incomplete construction and also a lack of oversight and also a deaf ear to concerns about safety. That's why that happened. They call it a progressive collapse, as in one structural part gives way and it destabilizes the other part, removes support from the other part, and it turns into a collapsing, rapidly failing structural support, if that makes sense. That happened over the course of 40 years. That's progressive to say the least. I mean, think about that. That situation was traumatic for a lot of people. Not just, not just those that were in it, but people who were sitting there thinking, is the building I'm in the next to collapse? Was it built right? We can't go to folks, to developers and ask them, was it built right? They're going to say yes. They're not going to say, no, it was built hard. You better get out of there. That's not what's going to happen. You can ask them, but they're not going to give you peace of mind. And that's the part about foundation that's scary. You can have a long-standing structure, built long, built tall, built wide, built broad, and it not be built right. And you'd never know it until you know it. Was foundation important in that Surfside condominium collapse? See, foundation can't be something that we point to after the fact. We got to prioritize it beforehand. Sound management and stewardship just play such a big part in this to me because if the ground's not right, you can't build. I mean, when we first moved into our uh, development, we had a lot of issues and so, so did many of our neighbors with the way the homes were built. And it wasn't because they, well, it was a number of reasons, but part of it was they didn't prioritize put, putting in the time to get it done right. They used uh, personnel that maybe perhaps weren't as skilled. They used materials that weren't the best materials available. They took shortcuts on costs. And they, and they were under pressure to do it quickly because of money and, and more houses need, need to be built and timelines and deadlines. And it's like, that's a recipe for disaster. That's when bad things happen. 
when people take those kind of shortcuts and try to go around dealing with the foundation. The way of the world around us is to go higher and stretch wider and add more and more and more. So few of us want to go deeper, though. That's where the foundation is. That's the part that people can't see. You can go into the high-rise condos and skyscrapers, get in the elevators and ride all the way to the top. But the foundation is what you'll never see. If that's cracked, you'll never see it until you see it. You'll never see it until you see it. Before you can add stories onto a building in the construction world, you got to build a foundation first. Any good construction person worth their salt knows that. No story without a foundation. I see that so many times, especially in the realm of ministry. It kind of makes me sad because when I first started out over almost 27 years ago, I saw a tradition where people didn't get a chance to preach. They didn't get a chance to teach until they met certain requirements. They walked through certain kinds of disciplines. Now I hear people getting a chance to lead teams and and they haven't done anything to show that they are able to do that. They haven't exemplified any particular standards. All, all they had was that they had time or tenure within the ministry. They didn't show it in the way that they talk, their actions, their personal life didn't line up. They wore the right clothes and said the right things in certain public circles. They got a story that they're telling people, but they don't have a foundation. And that's really sad. It's really concerning. I love the story of the Tower of Babel. I share it pretty often. I probably will continue to because it's impacted me that much. But since Genesis chapter 11, well, long story short, the plan was that the Babylonians were not willing to follow the Israelite way of growth, of community, personal development, you name it. They want to do their own thing, for the, you know, for lack of a better word. They want to do their own thing. So what they did was they decided that, you know what, they're going to build a tower that would be so high and so large that they would establish their own legacy outside of God and even reach the very heavens. And I think that the challenge there is that God wasn't happy with that because what they were trying to do was circumvent God's methods and still get his uh, approval or his credibility through artificial attempts. Can I be real? I've seen it so many times. Grieves my heart. People are more concerned with planting and establishing their identity and empire on the backs of God's greatest sacrifice so they can be relevant. We want our own blank Bible study, our own peer group, our own ABC, LLC, whatever. Just so we can feel like we are relevant. So we can feel like we, us, this me is included. And we have a place. I talk to folks in the real networking all the time and I hear the same thing all the time. Someone wants to start their own LLC. They want to start their own small business. And usually... The reasons are not even good. They don't say financial freedom or get their time back after working years and years on the job for somebody who couldn't provide those things for them. The, the, the reasons are really horrible. They're really all about 
or centered on the person I'm talking to. Not even their wife and children. It's just about them. I'm tired of doing this. So now I want to do this. So I want to do that anymore. And that's their whole goal. That's their whole plan to do that. I've seen it so many times. The Babylonians weren't building a tower that reached God's throne because they were seeking relationship. They didn't want to be his friend. They didn't want to understand his mysteries. They didn't want to see what heaven looked like. They were seeking relevance and equality, which I think I think is the greatest American trap. Equality. They were trying to circumvent the process. And that's pretty scary. Before you can add a story, you have to build a foundation first. I mean, for me, when furniture comes to the house, I immediately decide when I see the instructions. I'm like, all right. I know I don't enjoy this. The F screws go into the B board. The C screws go into the A board. It's a known fact that I enjoy puzzles and mysteries, but I don't enjoy putting bicycles and dresses together. But the fact that I don't enjoy this work doesn't negate the fact that it needs to be built. It had to be a foundation built. Before you build any structure of any kind of note, any kind of organization, or ministry, or anything, you have to have a foundation. We're not able to circumvent that part. We can't build without a foundation. Anybody in construction and architecture, they know the foundation is the most important part. So how do we get from construction to relationships? <laughs> Pretty easy. I mean, we're not building condos. But foundations still matter. We have a foundation problem because we have a relationship problem. So we talk about we talk about being a you know good people with moral standards and values and things of that nature. But the bottom line is that those things are they a good foundation? Are they able to stand the test of time and the winds of change when they blow? We're building towers that go high. We're seeking relevance by doing works, by starting our own companies, starting our own LLCs and businesses. But God doesn't care about our big towers. God doesn't care about our temples. He wants a broken spirit and a contrite heart, his word says. He wants us to come to him with a level of humility and respect for who he is. Before you can add your story, you have to build a foundation first. A lot of times your foundation is built through conflict, through struggle, through hard times. Scripture is full of that. And they sound like really sad stories, but they're foundational. Look what happened with Joseph. Thrown into a pit by his brothers. Falsely accused of attempted rape. Thrown in prison with a life sentence, I guess. Bad things, but foundational. Then God promotes him to the second most important and influential man in entire Egypt, the governor. Before you can add your story, you got to build a foundation first. Wherever you are today and however you are hearing, they call me Mr. You, the podcast. Thank you again for joining us and for allowing us to be a part of your morning, your day, and your week. We are weekly mirror before you go change the world. Enjoy the music. Coach out.
Thanks again for listening to the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Please like, share, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for all of our full-length live episodes. And of course, if you're an audio listener, wherever you enjoy your podcast listening, you can find the Call Me Mr. You, the podcast. Hope you enjoyed the show. Go change the world. Coach out.